Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And welcome back. Uh, Rachel, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) Should I be scared? No. Um, I'm wondering if you've ever used the service TaskRabbit. I have not. I have considered it on many occasions. I have used other services um, for cleaning, like Handy Mm -hmm. is one that I've used and Mm. uh, I like pretty well. But I've often thought of hiring a TaskRabbit or somebody from Handy or one of the services to come like hang stuff up for me Mm -hmm. or just general maintenance things that I can't or won't do. Why have you have you used them? Well, yeah, there's like Thumbtack to Handy that you mentioned. I think Angie's List is even trying it, to get into that or like has that. Yeah, they're now becoming just app. Angie. Actually, I've seen all oh, the yeah, commercials. A N G I, right? Um, so there's like a large, you know, collection of these apps that offer these these pay by the hour handymen or handy women, handy people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I used TaskRabbit um, today, actually, as we record this, and oh. it was a pleasant experience, I have That's to say. Great. What did you have them do? I had him uh, hang curtains. Uh, I got in a little too deep with my DIY project. Mm. Um, I, it, it really came down to not having the proper tools. That 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 was our our fatal flaw um it was very challenging like we tried to put up the curtains last night my husband and I and it it just it it wasn't gonna happen (laughs) um and so you know in kind of the need to correct what we had done the mess that we had made I was like I'm gonna try hiring a handy person I'm gonna go on TaskRabbit and so um this is not like an ad for TaskRabbit, by the way. This is because, I mean, we mentioned all these other different brands. So it's literally just my experience. And I have to say, like, it was a very easy process to get connected with a handy person, the handyman that I selected. Um, it was not, like, cheap. I think it was $70 an hour, the guy that I chose. Like, you get to choose your person and they have their prices. Um, but I chose him because he had a lot of reviews, uh, and he said that he like has experience hanging curtains specifically. So like, I wanted someone with experience. That's um, interesting. That's different from Handy, where you don't get to you just get assigned a professional, and you oh, don't know who's going to come through your your door. Yeah, this one you pick. But that actually sounds like a steal for an hour seventy dollars for an hour. Yeah. of work from somebody who you knew knew what they were doing and had been mm-hmm. vetted and verified. I'll send you a photo right now of of what the curtains look like because yeah, he came with his own tools. He he came with screw cuz I str- we stripped some of the screws last night. So I was like, <laughs> good job. Dang it, I have to go out to the hardware store and like buy some more black screws, but he I was when I chatted this handyman, he was like, I have screws like I'm a I'm an expert like we're good and so he 
he was just very professional. Yeah, it was so comforting to just hire someone who knows what the heck they're doing. And within 24 hours after your initial mishap, it's done. And It's done. It's and done. And look at I this picture. You. This picture is yeah. great. Oh, yeah. how lovely. <laughs> how I mean, how it's, delightful. It's just something. It's a project. It's it's not an essential home decor thing. It's a luxury. It's something that I've been wanting to do pretty much Hanging since I curtains? moved in. No, I think that's a very essential home decor thing that a lot of people do and probably have really struggled with. And I frankly yeah. haven't because I've known it's going to be like a labor intensive thing that I just don't have the... It's the wherewithal, the fortitude for. So mm-hmm. that's cool to know that um, you can get little things done around the house and there's a whole <laughs> whole host of people outside your door just waiting to come in and do it for you. Just waiting. And like, you know, of course, bringing someone into your home, a stranger, it's, it's the same thing as getting into a car with a drive, like an Uber driver and all of these things, you know. The whole process, I felt very safe. Um, you know, their, their, their experts are screened. So it's like, you know, they have background checks done. Um, so yeah, Mm. I, I'm not going to hire, I don't believe I need to hire someone to like put together furniture because that's something that we can do. But if it's like (coughs) hanging it, hanging it to yourself, (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) I, I will totally do that. I, I cannot stand assembling furniture. I, it is a nightmare. Then it's totally worth it because nightmare. they know it, it's someone who knows what they're doing. They'll do it quickly. They'll do it the right way. And all you have to do is sit there and have a nice little conversation with them if you want. Or not. Just leave them <laughs> or to not. their thing. Yeah. Yeah. And look, now you have beautiful, flowy, white linen drapes. Yeah. My life has changed. <laughs> Well, okay. It's the little things. You know who doesn't need TaskRabbit? Uh, who? Chip and Joanna Gaines. Nice segue. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Magnolia Network duo. Um, we are talking about the official launch of the Magnolia Network, uh, Chip and Joe's Discovery Plus channel um, with a bunch of programming. So many shows. Didn't you tell me that they have 30 on the docket? Yeah. That's about Joe. Joe posted something on Instagram that said they are working on about 30 shows right now for the network. On the Um, website under the coming soon tab. These are just a few of the names of shows that are coming. For the Love of Kitchens. The Katie Button Project, which is (laughs) Katie Button shares her cooking techniques. Who? Who? <laughs> Making modern with Brooke and Bryce. Uh, the description is a mar- ma- the the description is a married duo renovates amazing homes. Okay, that sounds original. Yeah, that's an HGTV show. All right, cool. Uh, Mind for Design. That is with Brian Patrick Flynn, which we we do know Brian Patrick Flynn uh, as that mm-hmm. in his home design work. So I watched that. New episodes coming July twenty third. So that's this week. Zoe Bakes, Zoe Francois makes her favorite recipes. Those are new episodes coming July 30th. Um, Baking show. Yeah, a lot of baking shows, a lot of cooking shows, Mm -hmm. and then a lot of really generic design shows. And I have a question. 
how many TV shows is too many TV shows? Because I kind of feel like they've they've hit it. It's it's an interesting mix, and a lot of these shows are very niche. It's not like I mean they do have you know some like you said, um, what was it the couple, the the couple who making modern with. Brooke and Bryce. Mary Dua renovates me. Like, that's very general. But then, like, they have this one um, growing floret, which is about a couple who owns a flower farm, a 24-acre flower farm, and, Mm. like, what life is like owning a flower farm. And that's just so We did a big eye roll until you and I just realized that we actually know a lot of people who follow them already on Instagram. And so maybe we're the fools that we're just not with the program. Um, We are the fools because they have nearly a million followers on Instagram. (laughs) The Johnny Swim Show, which is a musical duo, musical duo Johnny Swim and their kids adjust to life off the road. This is just a show about Chip and Joe's friends. Yeah, I know they're friends with the Johnny Swim people. Um, like, I guess if you're friends, you get a TV show. You get a TV show. Everybody gets a TV show. Basically, like it pays to be friends with Chip and Joe. There's also that one super dad with DIY expert Taylor Kalmus, who I had never heard of until Ooh. about half an hour ago, um, who has like f- almost half a million Instagram followers. So... I think their strategy going into this was to just tap into these like influencers and if their aesthetic aligns with Chip and Joe's then like give them a show. (laughs) Right. I mean, I I guess it makes sense that if they have a certain number of Instagram followers that that's your built in audience for a show. But Mm -hmm. I just have a hard time finding I have a hard time believing that this many TV shows will find a critical mass of audience, not just like an audience, but like a critical mass to keep it in production. Like to produce these TV shows, you have to have a crew and you have to pay the talent. And it's just like, where is that money coming from? And it's worth saying that neither Rachel nor I are. Uh, TV execs <laughs> so we don't really know about like the launching of a network or like how many shows do you throw up there like how many you know at your initial launch so maybe it is like just throw a bunch of shows up there and then see what finds an audience and then like take a step I, I don't know and there's actually there's one show called Re Motel and one of their episodes covers a hotel that I just stayed in a couple weeks ago um, on well, my vacation. That one sounds pretty cool, actually. This is motel does. owners across America restore and redesign their historic properties. Like, that's something I would watch because it's different. It is. It's more like travel show-ish. Yeah, and, and I, I dig travel shows, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, and you can, like, stay at these places, too. Like, they're totally bookable. Right. It's accessible for like a, a broader audience versus the Johnny swim show, which is really just, if you know who Johnny swim is, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They have a big following too though. So I don't know. It's wild. Um, we'll be, we'll definitely be like looking into these shows and if there's anything that tickles our fancy, we'll, we'll recap it here on house party. I, I don't believe that we'll be re <laughs> recapping, uh, the chip running a marathon show though that's <laughs> courage to run you don't want to watch that 
Oh, man, I had that. That was at the top of my queue. We will never. There's a few of these that, that pique my interest. We'll see. Um, and in the yeah. meantime, yeah, if anybody out there is listening from Magnolia Network, we would love to talk to you about um, about, about the decisions, <laughs> about about your choices. <laughs> your choices in life. We'd love um, to talk to you about your choices. Yeah, get in touch. We may not be recapping all of those shows, but we are recapping a different HGTV show, which Natalie and I have come to really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's Battle on the Beach with Ty Pennington, Allison Victoria, and Tanya Nyack. Uh, we recapped the season premiere, series premiere, I guess, last week. And boy, it was chock full. Like that... That episode had layers. There's a lot going on, and we we liked it so much. We thought, like, let's let's keep it going. Let's let's watch mm-hmm. episode two and and see what happens. Uh, this show is a little different from a lot of the formulaic uh, home improvement shows because it follows the same couples throughout the genesis of renovating a house. And so we've gotten to know the couples during every episode. Yeah. It's just to give a brief recap. It's Allison Victoria, Ty Pennington and Tanya Nyack. I just realized you literally just said that. Um, (laughs) But their teams. So Allison's team is Sanjay and Daryl. Ty's team is Shawnee and Josh. And Tanya's team is Carrie and David. These are all people who have experience flipping properties they are design minded. They are handy with power tools, and um, they get to work with these HGTV stars to transform these beach houses. Yeah, uh, and they're going room by room. Last week was the kitchen and dining area, the major heart of the home. Uh, last week's winner was Team Allison, which was Daryl mm-hmm. and Sunjay. They all had beautiful kitchens, had a hard time deciding which one we liked best. But uh, I think Natalie and I both agreed Allison's was the best. Um, Mm -hmm. They got a $1,000 cash prize at the end. And then they move on to the next room, which this week was the living room. And whoever designed the best living room gets a $2,000 cash prize. Which is like, I was like, why two? Like, why why did we up it to two? But okay. Does the pot get sweeter the further down the road we go? Maybe, I don't maybe know. it's because they have like less budget to work with. So like if they can make it, I don't know. Who knows? It was never really explained, but I love the <laughs> end where Mike Holmes, who is one of the two judges along with Mina Starsiak-Hawk, uh, Mike Holmes actually hands out a stack of 20s to the winner. <laughs> I'm like, how many trips to the strip club did he have to go to <laughs> to get his cash? <laughs> My Holmes was having a good time in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And it's so windy on that beach, too, when he pulls it out. It's like the money's going to go everywhere if he drops it. But He's making it rain. Um, yeah, it was. I like this episode. I thought this was a I thought this was a really good episode. They just jumped right into it. Um, the living room and the the big elements that were existing in the before living rooms were of course the ugly well as some would see it ugly paneling on the walls mm-hmm. um a very tall staircase that goes up to the second level of the house the landing and there's a large window that looks out onto the ocean so those were kind of the spatial elements that you that they had to keep in mind when designing very high ceilings vaulted ceilings 
Yeah. Which is kind of cool. That's kind of a fun design challenge. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it going into it, I thought having vaulted ceilings inherently gives you a leg up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all have vaulted ceilings. They're identical spaces. But I thought, oh, well, that's a natural, you know, leg up. That's beautiful. But it was interesting to see how they had to sometimes work around the the ceiling height to put in a light fixture and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not that interesting, um, but... <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, first impressions, so they, like, went through their renderings, their design ideas. I I liked Allison's team's plan the best. You bring up a good point, because I did like Allison's... Des- her team's design in the very end, but I found it the blandest of all of them. Really? I found... Uh, I found Carrie and David's the blandest. Uh, that was my favorite one. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, before we jump into like the end results, um, let's. I, I kind of want to talk about the quote-unquote twist because last week we had a major twist, which was if you know the teams chose the material and they got to choose two and if one team chose the material you couldn't use it in your space so I love that twist so I was like what is the twist going to be this week um the twist this week wasn't it wasn't as crazy as the week before um they went to an antique store everyone every team got five hundred dollars and they had 15 minutes to find an item that needed to be a focal point in the living room I like this. It was like and they had to refurbish quick shopping it. and they had right. to. Yeah, they couldn't just like they couldn't just buy a chair and be like, this is our focal point. Here it is. Like they had to put a special touch on it. Um, which which of the items was your favorite that they chose? I would say whose team was it? Ty's team uh, that chose the armoire that they were going to mm-hmm. sand down. It was an antique armoire that they were going to sand down and paint black. Mm hmm. Uh, I, I liked it because it was a big statement piece, but it was so big that it didn't give them a whole lot of room to do anything else in that small space. It kind of took up room that they could have otherwise used for like seating. Seating. Which, yeah. Yeah. Which I think it, hurt them. Allison's they, team. Oh, sorry. Go I, ahead. So, no, sorry. I just wanted to say when they when they bought that armoire, I was like, that's risky because they bought it without even measuring yeah space without measuring the armoire like seeing how it would i which is like very much a faux pas when you're buying furniture like you should measure like thrice before you buy something right right it was just really an impulse buy um it was and it was so large that it did seem very risky but it did it was eye-catching Allison's team chose a wagon wheel that was just actually placed outside I guess I assume it was for sale and it wasn't (laughs) just junk (laughs) yeah but uh, they they decided to use the wagon wheel to make a chandelier out of, which I thought was very creative, but I didn't really care for the execution of it. Mm-mm. And if then they had more time. Team Tanya chose just, again, another piece of driftwood. <laughs> mm. But that piece of driftwood was gorgeous. Yeah, it worked really well as the mantle over the floor to ceiling fireplace that they built um yes so it, it did it it looked fantastic i just had to laugh that uh i don't know if they were the team that chose all the wood last time but they they weren't they were not okay there's there's just i mean you're on the beach i get it but like 
I don't know, Ty's team chose a, a beautiful large armoire from, you know, who knows when. And they're like, we'll just take that piece of wood. <laughs> so it ended up working, though. It, it kind of was the perfect choice for the mantle for their fireplace. Yeah, it did. It did work out really well. Um, and it was a, a fun challenge. Um, and, you know, of course, there were twists and turns along the way. The armoire that they had sanded down and they were staining black wasn't taking the stain. And they were worried that it was going to be completely unusable altogether. Yeah. Did they uh, sand it down, though? They they did. They Okay, they did. Because I thought that that was their issue. I, I don't remember seeing them sand it. It looks like they just kept the like finish on it and then just painted it with stain. Well, maybe they only sanded the once when they realized the stain wasn't taking and that yeah, they had I to sand like, it. I was like, guys, you got to sand it. Hello. I mean, Ty, Ty would know that. He's he's a handy guy. Ty wasn't really um, around. We didn't see a whole lot of the No. the celebrities this time. No. It was it was it was very much just the the teams. Saw a lot of bickering between the teams, and I messaged you, Natalie, and said, LOL, I appreciate the authenticity of the fight that's going on right now between Shawnee and Josh. <laughs> it really hit home to me, considering my curtain fiasco last night <laughs> with my <laughs> trying to hang drapes with my husband, so I, I appreciated them showing the realities of DIY projects. Um, but that yeah. makes sense. It was like, oh, I was kind of like watching it through my hands, through my fingers. Cause, yeah. I mean, the the bickering was was, was authentic. It was. Um, it's so real. Yeah. She was critiquing what he was. She wasn't critiquing. She was trying to offer helpful suggestions <laughs> when they were laying down the flooring. But he kept calling her a bird in the sky. And she was like, why are you calling me a bird? Is it because I chirp? And he's like, you're a bird in the sky. I don't know. It was it was very funny, but it was a little bit uncomfortable to it watch. It was because she he said, you're a bird in the sky, just like watching, just watching, watching. He didn't like uh, just being watched by her. Uh, like a back. <laughs> so he meant like a backseat driver, like a backseat driver or just like a hawk, just like watching. Okay. him. Oh, like yeah. Waiting, you're hawking me. Waiting okay. to see what his move, what his move what was with the flooring. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you definitely saw the the tension there. You felt it. It was very authentic. It was very real. And they showed more of that in the previews for next week. Like, tensions start to run high. And I'm kind of here for it. Things get heated. Like, Carrie and David had their own little, like, Carrie got extremely emotional. She's, like, missing her family. And it's, like, the (laughs) holiday time. And I was, like damn this is like survivor (laughs) or like big brother or something i just miss i miss my family i just miss home it was it really brought some like higher stakes to this to the show and at the end if like i felt really bad for the team this week that has not yet won a room so i'm I'm kind (laughs) of jumping ahead but last week Team Allison, Daryl, and Sunjay won. This week, a different team won. Should I go ahead and say it? You can say, yeah. Okay. Let's let's it was, do it. It was Team Tanya. It was Carrie and David, which means mm-hmm. that poor Team Ty Pennington, Shawnee, and Josh have yet to win a room, and I would feel really deflated. Yeah, I would too. This is the second week in a row in which Ty actually has been my second choice. Um, mm. So they shouldn't feel too bad. I. It, because I think that they were second. Uh, (laughs) Ty's surprised me with his 
his looks so far. I feel like they're very daring. He described this place as Boho Chic Resort. Uh-huh. Um, and I agreed and said it was very hippie Venice Beach, very Thai. Thai lived in Venice, he told us, yeah. for a long time. I thought it definitely spoke to Thai's aesthetic between that railing with the, they, they instead of um, spindles, is that what they're called, in the railing, they just, they used rope, uh-huh. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, this could be chintzy, but... It, they pulled it off actually and it, it looked good um they kept the paneling they they kept the paneling in their kitchen and they decided to also keep the paneling in the living room um they whitewashed it i thought that that looked good the judges still are super into that uh um, the- what did what did you think about the art They ran out of money, and so for their statement art, they just used a splattered drop cloth that had black paint splattered on it. I actually liked it. I liked. I I was surprised that it came out as well as it did, and it had. And it also kind of matched the the kitchen island that they chose last week. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not my choice. Like it it wouldn't be what I would choose, but it it didn't. It didn't look terrible. It didn't look terrible. When I saw it, I was like, wait, this is kind of cool, actually. And it I'm saying actually, I need to stop saying actually so much. Um, This is kind of cool. It's very abstract looking. I could see someone paying a lot of money for this. They they didn't they didn't frame it. It was just hung like a tapestry, um, which I thought actually. Oh, my God. If I say the word actually once more, I owe you like. $25. What if Um, I say actually? (laughs) Because I think that's an emerging trend right now. Just hanging the tapestry? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I can, I, I, you know, I'm not a tastemaker, but in all my research of decor trends for my own home and for others, I I think I see a lot of hanging wall tapestries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It looked cool. It fit the boho chic space, the Venice Beach space. Um, the thing that the judges knocked them on was that the railing was not secure, which is a safety hazard. Yeah, but like, okay, you can hammer <laughs> a couple brackets. And yeah, I'm call kind it a of day. sick of I'm kind of sick of Mike Holmes being such a stickler about these things. Like, like understand <laughs> that this is not the total finished product. They built the house. Yeah, they built the room in a week like they're gonna it's not like they're hand they're giving it to a buyer the next like I don't know there's just well and actually like he he dinged them for that and he dinged the winners Carrie mm-hmm. and David also for their state the safety of their staircase their rickety um, staircase too yeah they chose to do a wire mm-hmm I don't know what you call that. It's like, it's so modern. It's very in style, very modern farmhouse. It's like just wires instead of like horizontal spindles, beams or spindles. It's, it's just wire with like right. a black, a black frame staircase. So very on but trend. They're horizontal so they can be climbed by small children, but like easily. And we he see was- this design all the time in homes and like those homes sell and yeah. hear, hearing about child deaths on on wire spindle staircases. I mean, look, I liked it. 
The other thing, and we didn't bring it up, was that they were the only ones who actually, I see, I just said actually, now you've got me on it. <laughs> they were the only ones who chose to reorient the staircase. Which so was the staircase genius. was going one direction and they chose to move it a different direction so that they could add more seating looking out the window. I think that won, I think that's why they won. That won them the competition this week. I agree. Um, because it gave them another surface on which to place uh, daybed seating so you could actually look out the window to see the, the ocean and the beach. I think that the fact that they did that in seven days, that's kind of like a structural chain, not like the foundation of the house, but I think that impressed the judges that they were able to reorient a big thing in the room. Um, yeah. That plus the fireplace, the floor to ceiling. Yes. Oh my gosh. Talk about the fireplace. That fireplace. It was an electric fireplace, of course, but it still was very stunning with their mantle that they got from the, with the driftwood from the antique store. And then they put a mirror on top of it and just felt like it really opened up the space. It drew your eye upward. And I think that's what won it for me. Like Mm. that's why I really liked that room. However, in all of these rooms, and I, this is where I have a, a knit with these shows in general. These are beautiful designs. <laughs> None of them left any space for a TV or any sort of entertainment center. I know yeah. that's not what people do in the design shows, but it's not practical. So when it's you're looking true. at this beautiful space that has the fireplace and then the staircase that got moved and the, the day bed up against it, there's no place for a TV in that living room it's true and that is typically I mean some people would argue it's a beach house you're just gonna be out on the beach all day whatever you're not gonna be watching tv but some people like to go to the beach house yeah and watch a movie at night or or watch you go you go out for Thanksgiving and you have the game on on Thanksgiving day yeah it's it's a it's a reality I mean you need to have a place to put one if you so choose and wanted to put one and over the fireplace wasn't an option and that particular design and I'm not sure that there are a whole lot of good options in the other designs either and if they are sell, if they're creating these houses ultimately to be like as flip to sell houses like they reference that like this wouldn't be safe for a, like if we were to turn over the keys to a buyer and like right. a buyer wouldn't want this da 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 like that's a consideration that you have to take is, is putting in a TV for a buyer so good point good point um let's talk about Allison's team's uh it was very white light bright very Alice and Victoria um she had the wagon wheel uh repurposed light fixture chandelier thing did you like that I liked the idea of it (laughs) and I liked what Allison was describing when they were talking with their handyman about like how are we gonna put lights on this thing I think if Allison had had like a month to create this custom, right. you know, like she does on her show right. to create this custom piece, it would have looked really beautiful. Like, I very agree. Decoy, but like their solution because they only had a week was to just weave a, a string light like around it, essentially like an, a string light from Amazon, which. It looked okay. It looked. It was. It looked cheap to me, honestly. It looked. And yeah. To know that they spent. Well, I don't know how much did they actually spend five hundred dollars on it, or was it trash? I don't mm, know. I don't know. If it was trash, know. then okay, good, good deal. But 
I don't know. It looked cheap. It was one of the few things that did not. Usually, when they're describing what they want to do, I end up being more pleased than I even expected to be mm-hmm. with the end result. And this was not one of those things. Yeah, they had this like art piece on the wall that was like ombre. Uh, it was made of rope and. It started with the rope that was painted dark blue. And as you got farther down the line, the rope was painted a lighter shade of blue. I thought that was ombre. Yeah, I I liked that better than I thought that I would, though, too. Yeah, I thought that that actually turned out really well. It didn't look too arts and craftsy. Another example of a tapestry on a wall, by the way. Yes, yes. Uh, They were knocked for their stairs. um, Because they also did not secure them. Yeah, they were just, and there was like a gap between something, and they're like, dust is gonna get in there, toys are gonna get it. Like it was. Mike okay, Holmes fine. is a real. Mm-mm. He's <laughs> he needs to chill a little bit. <laughs> but I guess that's that's probably why they have him. I mean, Mina's that's probably so what nice. he's for. Yeah, that's his job. They need to have the Simon Cowell of home renovation shows, and I think that's the, that's the role he's filling. Yes. He's just a downer. Yes, he is the Simon Cowell of Battle on the Beach, for <laughs> sure. Um, so, yeah, so like like Rachel said, Allison, no, not Allison's team. That's who I thought was going to win for some reason. Um, Tanya's team won, and Carrie and David for probably turning the stairs and their gorgeous plaster fireplace. Um, but next week is bedroom time <laughs> bounce it go <laughs> no um it's they're making over the bedroom the main bedroom the master the main bedroom. bedroom and yeah we'll see we'll see if ty's team can catch up right now it's one to one to zero so and i think i feel like they, they have to give it to ty just because otherwise it would <laughs> make for a boring show right i think so like i have a feeling i have a feeling it's just gonna be like want want it's a tie now <laughs> and then like the final showdown is whose house is the best the winner yeah either that or shawnee and josh are gonna get divorced in the final episode <laughs> let's hope not <laughs> <laughs> these poor couples they seemed okay at the end they seemed yeah they were okay they handled their strife pretty well I, it was just funny in the kind of the the one-on-one interviews with them and she was mm-hmm. narrating yeah everything that he said and he was doing well, wrong and his face <laughs> during it I don't know if I encourage you guys to watch it it was just really fun <laughs> it was good this show he was biting really, his tongue for sure I'm enjoying this show because it does have the design stuff but it also does have like we are we are enjoying seeing these characters on the show like for sure the, there's the celebrity characters now. there's the real people characters there's yeah. the fact that it's on a beach which is just really pleasant to watch and there's so much takeaway mm-hmm. like there's so much takeaway advice from it that i mm-hmm. yeah i i love this show i think it's fantastic give them an yeah. emmy give them an emmy give them a second season like let's do it let's let's keep it going or even do like battle on the mountain Oh yeah! Like, oh, oh, love it for like a a mountain house, you know, like in the winter time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be awesome. Battle on the lake. Battle on the lake. Lake house. 
Um, so that is our recap of episode two. We will for sure be recapping episode three because we have to know what happens mm-hmm. with, with the bedrooms um, if Ty is going to actually take one. So, uh, yeah, Battle on the Beach. Tune in. Let us know what you think. Okay. It's time for winners and losers. This is where we discuss celebrities and the homes that they bought, sold, or rented. We choose one winner and one loser. This week, we do not have a loser. We <laughs> we searched far and wide. Trust us. We did. We, we really s- were looking for people who... Scoured the internet. We could not find... Made bad deals and generally sucked. Yeah, to... We, we did not find any celebrities to poop on. So, um, no. <laughs> yeah, so there's no loser this week. Uh, so then our winners, wow, um, we have Anne Heche and Thomas Jane, <laughs> who were both on the TV show Hung, right, apparently? You know she, Anne I know Heche she was. was. I, I don't know much about Thomas Jane. Uh, I think he was too. I think I remember seeing him in like ads and stuff. She was in Six Days, Seven Nights. Uh-huh. I didn't know she was also in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, oh, that's a classic. Thomas Jane was in Boogie Nights and The ah. Predator. And also in the Netflix movie The Vanished in which Anne Heche also starred. I don't know if that's where they met or not, but they were both in hmm. it. So... They just sold the Southern California storybook cottage for $2 million over asking, right? Yeah, it's that, that's why there are winners. Um, they sold a little over asking. They didn't get a huge profit um, because records show that they did, or that, that Jane purchased it in 2019 for $1.8 So um, just, you know, a hair, a, a hair over two. That is a profit, and that does qualify them numbers-wise as a winner. Uh, I think this house is actually pretty cool. It's so cute. But it's honestly, very cute. like it, from the outside, it looks like a, a house that one of my friends would own. I mean, <laughs> it's very modest, is what I'm trying to say. And it's mm-hmm. tiny. It's it's only two thousand square feet, and it's got four bedrooms and four bathrooms. So they've carved up a lot of that space inside. Yeah, it's an English Tudor style home, uh, very modest. Welcome to Los Angeles real estate where $2 million <laughs> gets you a modest Tudor home. <laughs> um, it's four bedroom, four bath, 2,000 square foot layout. Uh, but the inside, actually, I oh my God, this dang buzzword, actually. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I'm not noticing it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just need to be quiet and not be so self-conscious um the inside looks like something that chip and joe would churn out or or a design that i've seen on a recent episode of fixer upper it's not modern farmhouse i wouldn't call it that but uh it's like (sighs) what is the style it's contemporary uh bungalow chic like i don't know it's sure bungalow chic it's it's kind of masculine there's uh it's but it's soft too I mean there's a lot of iron like raw iron light fixtures mm-hmm. and industrial windows but then there's elegant chandeliers and there's soft colors mm-hmm. but then there's pops of like 
navy blue dining chairs. I, I don't know. It's gorgeous. Like this herringbone floors. If we could figure out what this style is, I would say it's very much mine. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what to call it. We'll we'll link to our story on this so you can take a look at the photos. Uh, yeah, maybe let's I post like on it. Instagram and ask people to name the style. Oh yeah, let's let's pull the crowd. Let's see what people say. I mean, it's it's good. It's very in style. It's um, good. It's good. <laughs> the I style see, is good. It. I think this is totally like on trend. Like this is something that you would see in a shelter magazine on HGTV. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's very Silver Lake. This is in Silver Lake. Very hipster. Like very, you know, on trend. And um, it resonated with buyers because they were able to get over asking for it. Well, good for them. Well, bravo. Anyway, so that is it for House Party. Thank you for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, you can go, if you please, go to your podcast app, write a review, and give us a rating. That's a great way for people to <laughs> learn more about our show. I, I'm doing it all in reverse, but it's it's all coming out. Um, we really appreciate the feedback. And then if you want to read more about the houses that we talked about today, you can see uh, photos of some of the houses that we talked about. Um, please, you can go to your show notes. You can also go to realtor.com news. You can go to Google, type in the topic plus realtor.com and the story should pop up for you. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of extra extra podcast research that you can do yes we would absolutely love to hear from you we say this every week and we really really do mean it so we would love for you to get in touch you can email us we're podcast at realtor.com that's singular podcast at realtor.com you can also find us on social media we've talked about it a little bit in this episode and episodes past uh where we'll post things uh pictures from listings or some of the stories that we've talked about just generally keep the conversation going uh, throughout the week before we catch up with you next time. You can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at House Party Pod on all three. Yep. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.